and I am Rodney Mubaiwa and I'll be your host for the show. So before I get into any business, I feel like I should introduce the show and explain to you guys what Against All Odds is all about and everything else that attached to the name. So first of all, the name is Against All Odds and the reason why we chose out this name is because we want to reach out to that individual out there in the world and seeing as if the world is against them. Stakes odds are not in their favor right now. We are here to tell you that even though it may seem that way, there is a way that you can triumph and rise over those situations. And that's the name against her odds because we want to inspire, to motivate, and to tell you you'll make it eventually. The main goal of the show is to help inform, educate, and create an awareness and a voice for the youth in disadvantaged communities. In overcoming some of the problems, let me quote in quotes, some of the unspoken problems that we're currently facing. I feel like on this this one, I need to highlight and expurgate some of the points like disadvantaged communities and unspoken problems. So what we mean by disadvantaged communities, we're dwelling on, what can I say? We're dwelling on communities that, that lack resources. When you look at the term disadvantage, I want you to look at it in all aspects of the word itself. One can be disadvantaged financially, resource-wise, even information-wise, you can be disadvantaged. So that's the community that we're trying to reach. We're trying to reach the communities that are facing problems. They don't. They are not equipped with enough knowledge, be it a legal matter. You do not have enough knowledge regarding the law resources, finances. So those are the communities we're trying to reach. And also on unspoken probably trying to say is there are some problems that communities have dubbed they are not worthy their time. And like we tend to turn a blind eye to those issues. So these are some of the problems that we want to address. So yes, that's what the show is all about. You may be probably asking yourselves how do you plan on achieving all this? So this is very simple. We have three pointers on how to achieve this. The first one being, we plan to achieve this by offering expertise knowledge offered by trained professionals already invested in their field of interest. The topic that we'll be dwelling on 
what happens is we are going to be trying to reach in and bring in professionals, people who have been trained in, in this field of interest and give us their knowledge. If it's a medical issue, we're going to bring in health practitioners. If it's the law, we're going to be bringing in lawyers, people who are equipped with the knowledge regarding that certain area dwelling on. We're also going to do this by sharing triumph stories and other other youths who've undergone the same predicaments and they've still managed to make victorious. When we say sharing triumph stories, we're saying there's that item, there's that thing that is associated with the story. But I feel like when you miss out this important concept, the whole story goes on this. It depends. I think a good story and a story that's impacting depends on the person that was telling the story. So that's the reason why we decided to say triumph stories of other youths, people that you can relate to. Because if you know that you're in college and the person that is talking to you is also in college, they are facing some of the same problems that you're also facing. Um, if it's studies, you're also going through studies. If it's if it's the social life and if it's sports, someone that you can relate to, someone that you can say they are going through this those things, and I'm also going through those things. And how have they managed to emerge victorious? So these are the people that are going to be trying to be bringing in so that they can say they are in tribal stories and hopefully inspire you guys. So also we are trying to create an awareness on the toll these problems have left onto their society. That's making this problem a major cause of concern. By creating awareness, we're trying to uh, educate those policymakers that this is what's going on. I think we need this much attention regarding these issues. So that's what we're also trying to do. And with all this having been said and done, uh, we need someone that would say, this is what we're trying to reach. Our target audience is going to be the youth that are caught up in these predicaments like those ones who are on the ground knowing how the situations are going and the tools that they have on you. Realizing that these situations, they they leave huge tolls on our lives and they impact our lives in so many ways. We treat those ones who are in these situations and say, look, we understand that this is what's going on, but you need the shoulder, you need someone to help you, someone to listen to your story, someone to... Be there for you and against all odds is there for you. So friends, siblings and colleagues. Because one of the most impacting things that we don't realize is when people are going through all these problems, us as individuals, we, we tell, not because we don't know this is what's going on, but I feel like we don't have the awareness. We're not alert for these things. So we're trying to reach to those friends, those colleagues and those siblings that when you see some of these things happening, it's probably meaning this. And how would you deal with it? How would you address the story to the person that's going um, through these problems? Parents and guardians. Because we believe that here at Agesto OZ, before anyone else can see that there's something wrong, um, there's a ladder, there's a hierarchy that you're supposed to follow. And the parents or the guardians are the ones that are at the top. So these problems with you and we need... Uh, shoulders that we can carry on so we're trying to reach to parents to address that be on the lookout for us because we may be going through so many things right under your nose and you're not paying attention or you're too busy we're just trying to address that you should you should make time to relate to what your children are going through and then also we're going to try and try and um address to the communities responsible for our upbringing the most important one that we found relevant with this was uh you may be 
yes, you may say that I have no sibling, I'm not a parent. But then in your community, you know that there's this certain kid that is going through stuff. But just because they are not your kid or they are not your brother or they are not your sister doesn't mean you're supposed to turn a blind eye to them. Because it's communities that builds up the people that we are. So we're also going to try and address to those communities. Having said this, let's move on to the addressing the structure of the show. So the show is going to be uh, structured this way. We're going to be having seasons. Each season will be dealing with a particular topic and we'll be exhausting each and every aspect of the topic in the episodes that are going to be spread out. And we're also going to be having hosts, like I mentioned earlier on, the people that are going to be sharing their stories and they're going to be offering their advice and their knowledge. So with this in mind, I'm moving on to, on, to the next item, which is introducing this season's topic. So this season's topic is going to be depression. I'll tell you a story uh, the first time that I heard about depression. So I saw a friend's post one day. I think it was last year. This post was her sharing about a friend of hers who had succumbed to death. So that's when she was trying to narrate the whole issues on depression. And when I saw this post, it got me thinking because I, like many of us, don't really know what depression is. So I went to her inbox and I asked, um, you know, I saw the post, but then I'm, 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 I'm concerned. What really is depression? Because I feel like people nowadays, we are just going about and say, oh, I'm depressed. So you can't really tell that who really is depressed. So that's when she narrated uh, the whole item and tried to explain it. But then I still felt that void that I needed to address. So I went on further to research about what depression is. And with this, I figured that out that many people have their own definitions of what depression is. The definitions of depression vary a lot. And according to the survey that I conducted for about 100 people, these are some of the definitions that I got to hear. Depression is that emotional state whereby one is feeling sad, unhappy, unwanted, unappreciated, low, one is in low spirits. For me, depression is basically a state of mind, filled with sadness, uncertainty, regret, loneliness, to mention a few of his characteristics and um, the effects of depression not just mental but they are also physical, emotional as well as spiritual. According to my own understanding, depression is a mood disorder where one is in constant worry about everything and anything. It often leads to contemplation of suicide as one doesn't feel loved or accepted in society. So depression is a mood disorder that causes a person to constantly feel um, sad or to lose interest, mood swings, a depressed person can even appear happy. You know, like I said, depression is a condition, so there's various interpretations. A person who is depressed can display happiness and sadness at the same time. It doesn't always look the same. Depression refers to when a person becomes extremely sad and anxious because of events that would have taken place in their lives. Depression is a condition which most people suffer from. It is a condition which is more than stress, puts an individual into a position of isolation 
to such an extent that they usually think of suicide. They don't want to mix with a lot of people and they are sad all the time. Yeah, that's depression. Some say that depression is a state of mind where you just feel down with life and cannot visualize a vivid and good future. And someone say this is a mental emotional state a person gets in where they are either having moments of anxiety, hopelessness and panic. And someone said a higher level of stress. So you can see that the definitions, as much as they vary, they they have the same base, a state of worry. So this base, that's what we're going to be addressing. Then also in the survey that I also conducted, I discovered that 78% of the sample population say they have heard about depression. And 84% were pretty determined that they can tell if someone is depressed. Then 61% say they know someone or they themselves have been depressed at one point in time. So it got me thinking, if it's just a small group of 100 people, what about the whole country? What about the continent? What about the whole world? How many people out there know about what depression is? So, for instance, in the 78% we have heard about depression, what about the other 22%? The 84% that are pretty determined that they can tell someone to depressed, what about the other 16%? Can they do the same? So this now then led to the agency to address the population of depression because depression, in most cases, it may lead to severe effects and we include suicide, psychosis. With this in mind, we're now going to advance to the in-detail analysis of what really depression is. Having said what you said earlier on, the need to address depression is a topic. On this segment, we're going to be informing and explaining what depression is. The causes, the signs and symptoms, uh, the definition of what really it is, the risk factors, all that stuff. We're going to be dealing with it. Now, before we get into it, I'm going to be asking you guys this few questions. And if most of the answers that you're going to be answering are going to be yes, I will also want you to evaluate on something. But then before we get to that, here are some of the questions. Have you been having extra sleep or rather feeling less sleepy? Feeling a certain loss of energy, less interest in the things that used to excite you? Uh, difficulties in concentrating or... Have you been feeling less important or unloved? So if most of the answers that you answered above were yes, the next question that we need to address is how long has it been going on? Because this is the major contributing factor that is used to differentiate between usual mood fluctuations and short-lived emotional responses to challenges in everyday life. They use this factors, how long has it been going on? And also, just under self-evaluation, how much has been your daily functioning been affected. So for one to be said that they are depressed, these things are supposed to be having lasted for something like more than two weeks. So you have been feeling any of those items above uh, for more than two weeks, then the chances that you're depressed are more likely to be very high. And according to the World Health Organization, depression is defined as Persistent sadness, loss of interest in life, and self, which is resentment most of the times. That's the major contributing factor that I gave you guys, that it has to be persistent. So other definitions of uh, depression are mood disorder uh, causes 
persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. It also is said to affect how you feel, think, and behave. It's how you conduct your normal day-to-day activities. You end up seeing as if life isn't worth living. And in most cases, due to this feeling, it is out of suicidal thoughts. But it is saying that suicidal thoughts, they are as a result as if people, they feel like the world doesn't care. That's where we all come in now. Because if someone is feeling as if the world doesn't care, you're also included in part of those people. And we need to change that. So there are types and forms of depression, and these are based on the duration and extent to which one is depressed or in the depression period. So we have the anxiety feeling uh, or just being panicky. When we say you're just being panicky, it means the responses that you're giving when someone calls your name uh, and things like that. We also have labor mood where this is a, a case whereby one changes from extreme happiness to extreme sadness. Like, there's no notice. One minute the person is all jovial and all is all happy, and then the next they're just sad. Uh, we also have psychotic depression, which is having delusions, false beliefs together with detachment from reality, uh, which they dub uh, hallucinations. So what you need to understand with depression is you need to realize that whatever that you're going through isn't your reality. It's just a phase. But the only way that you can do it is by proper handling of how you deal with these things. Biggest challenge that we face concerning this or that, you know, those health practitioners have said they face is there's no really a way that you can say you're supposed to deal with problems this way because people, we, we, we deal with stuff differently. So there's not really a way that you can say that this is the right way to go about it. Those are the challenges that are faced by medical, by health practitioners concerning depression. Uh, then we're also moving on to the causes of depression. Lead one to fall into depression. We have emotional, psychological, and physical. So, like the term emotional, it comes from the word emotion, and emotion relates to feeling. So, when you say emotional, this is a strong feeling that you feel. Under psychological, we mean relating to the mental capacity that is to do with the mind then also physically dealing with the nature and environment of our surroundings like how we're dealing with things things that we can identify that this is what's going on this is what's going on those are the physical causes and under emotional there are many but then i'm just going to be highlighting a few and we also have the death of a loved one where you feel touched but this is what we have to realize. Yes, we may be equipping you guys that you're supposed to do this and this and this and this. But then you have to realize if you're the friend of a friend who you are suspecting that they are falling into depression. You have to realize that there's a difference between being depressed and grieving. So most of the times we're mistaken uh, someone to be depressed and yet they're grieving for a loved one. So you have to understand the full story and be able to listen and it's also in the way that you talk and object these things. Young people usually face those three. And these three are as a result of failure to cope with pressures. That is failure to cope with societal pressures. And at this, we have the love pressure, the spotlight effect, and breakups and failures in life. So what we mean by love pressure is this is whereby you need someone to love you first for you to be able to love yourself. And that then becomes a cause of depression and that doesn't happen. When someone fails to love you, you then fall into depression because you're a constant worry that why is this 
this isn't happening to me and all that stuff. And also the spotlight effect where is is that need or that yearning to be seen or recognized yearning or that desire to be seen and recognized, like people to recognize that you are talented in this way, that you are good at this. So the problem is that is when people don't then recognize your talent, you fall into depression because this isn't happening the way that you wanted it to happen. Then you also have other factors like breakups and failures in life. But like I mentioned earlier on, this all depends on the failures to cope with these pressures because yes so one may be dealing with all those same problems but then the whole concept is centered on the uh, are you able to deal with it so um, also you have psychological and the physical and under the psychological like i mentioned earlier on this is to do with the mind so it's a mental capacity so it deals with the brain chemistry hormones and irritated traits so i'm not going to dwell much on on this one because it needs someone who's equipped like experts so under brain chemistry i'll try to just break it down into simpler terms on the brain we have neurotransmitters that transmit signals of you know our emotional state and uh, the problem then comes when there are changes in the composition of the amount that's going to be transferred from that point to that end so then that then causes one to four into depression and also a physical the way by it's uh Continuous exposure to violence, neglect, abuse, and poverty, early childhood traumas, bullying. I always say that the only great way to know oneself and understand who you truly are is to understand your childhood. So what I mean by this is some of the things that you do or some of the way that you react to certain challenges in life is because of the way that you were raised. The way that we grow up is a huge factor. So in that in that same sense, childhood traumas, the things that happened to you when you were young, they contribute a lot. And they are, are very highly to be causes of depression. Then moving on to the risk factors, the items that make you exposed to the risk of falling into depression. The people that are all the risk factors include introverts. Introverts, these are people that just keep things to themselves. They That's their way of dealing with problems and everyday challenges and life in general. They keep things to themselves. But then what then happens when you're overloaded by these things? I feel like there's that need for you to release. So by releasing, that's how you get healed. When you don't do that and you keep all those items to yourselves and you fail to cope, the chances that you fall into depression are very high. I'm not saying anything against introverts, but then it's a school of thought. Then also we have comorbid health conditions, whereby someone is being constantly admitted into the hospital and they end up being in worry that why is it I'm the only person getting constantly getting sick? Why is it this is happening to me alone? And that causes someone to fall into a depression. And also has certain medications and loss of esteem and being too dependent, traumatic and stressful events. So with being too dependent is when people then that you're dependent on, they fail to cope up with what you expect them to be doing. Objectives that you're trying to get rid of, like if you have noticed, it's worry. Because worries are a constant fear in all this. So depression is a matter of understanding and realizing that Whatever that you're going through is not your reality. It's just a phase and it will probably pass. Then also, symptoms 
of depression uh, we have uh, that feeling of sadness cheerfulness emptiness hopelessness then because there's something that you address and say emptiness and hopelessness individuals feel on their own but then we need things that we can pinpoint to say that this person might be depressed because don't jump into conclusion and see and if you see that someone is cheerful and just jump into saying this person is depressed so we need something that we can pinpoint and say this is a things that are visible to the naked eye like being tearful and angry outbursts irritability or frustration self harm then also isolation people preferring to be alone those are some of the things that we can tell that maybe for this reason this person is depressed for the symptoms we have a loss of interest or pleasure anxiety reduced appetite or increased cravings of food the things that you feel on your own they are also equated to understanding so we have complications of depression uh, some of the things that depression may cause us to do we have self-inflicting pain whereby someone is hurting themselves because they feel as if they are at fault and they are punishing themselves and we also have alcohol or substance abuse yes people use these things but then when you get to understand that it's now being abused the complication of depression there's social phobia and conflicts some individuals just can't help themselves they are in constant conflicts the most severe ones uh the most severe complications being psychosis and suicidal thoughts the reason why i decided to do well on depression is because how many more of our brothers and sisters of our friends and colleagues do we have to bury for us to realize that depression is real because society tends to condemn suicide but the problem is on us because we never look out for what is costed we need to address depression as a topic educate the public educate the nation create an awareness have somewhere where people are just able to offload all their burdens so the treatment for depression based into two we have behavioral therapy and medication but then the problem with treatment is you get treatment doesn't mean when you are no longer having those depressive episodes it's done and done for you need to continuously be exercising the things that you were doing when you were undergoing treatment because the chances of you relapsing into depression again are very high and triggers are everywhere that may cause you to fall into depression and also uh, for treatment we are finding someone you can confide in exercising freeing the brain from all the stress sleep eating healthy and exercise so these are some of the things that you can do on your own just finding someone that you can talk to someone that you trust someone that you know that no matter what this person has my back medication but these need close monitoring by doctors for extreme cases thus are long courses and you need to prevent relapses and the only way that you can do so is to finish the course the medications that they dwell on antidepressants which is a total that we're going to be we're going to be bringing in doctors uh, to help us in share the topic on antidepressants then relating to treatment to disadvantaged communities it is say that people in low and middle income countries don't receive this treatment and there some of the reasons are lack of resources the lack of resources are a major cause of concern 
also a social stigmatization that is associated with this because society there are certain values and norms that need to change that have been set in place you end up seeing that they are doing more harm than good then suicide like we said we need to be on the alert for this one it's happening all around us just like depression many people have it but they don't know it Thank you guys for listening in make sure to leave a comment your feedbacks are appreciated be positive or constructive criticism don't fool yourself there's no such thing as a negative feedback if you have anything else to add on don't hesitate to do so do so on all our social media platforms which are instagram it's against your words underscore w facebook and twitter it's against your words and for in-depth conversation on why changing society's perspective is a must check out our blog post titled creating voice edwardmobile.pixel.com against all odds. Be part of the team and join in on the conversation. Catch us next time every Tuesday with up to time or at 9 p.m. CET. So that's all for you today. Thank you.